Mine's good. Come on, Brent. Life's good. Got real close. Got hair high, right? Trying to hit two thirds. Have they saved it for her? Yes, they have. Welcome to Game of Stones, Rudy. I am Sean Graham Scott, alongside, as always, hello, Scott. Sean, hi. How's it going? I'm doing well. How are you? Pretty good. We got a, a new train here, Sean, in Ottawa. The yeah. The train is open. The train is open here in the nation's capital. And uh, I'm in love, Scott. I, I love this thing. Yeah, it's pretty sweet. Uh, I, I couldn't take a coffee on the bus for the last, I don't know, two years because the road's so bumpy yeah. that I had to act as like a dampening agent with my hand. But uh, but now... You can. I could. Yeah. Maybe I will. It's magic. I, it's it's amazing. I, I love it. And some people are being inconvenienced by it. But I think it's all for the greater good. My favorite thing that I saw today was somebody on Twitter who was accusing Jim Watson or was angry with Jim Watson, who's the mayor here in Ottawa, of spending all this money on the train when he should have, Scott, been spending it on infrastructure. (laughs) (laughs) Actual thing that a resident of Ottawa tweeted uh, at the mayor today so uh and that person's vote counts the same as yours uh, as your vote there scott so yeah it's just great so the city of ottawa is going through that uh, very exciting times also very exciting times scott curling's back it's back back with a vengeance yeah so uh, a lot of stuff going on a lot of clubs around the country are getting back into the swing of things as is the tour and last year scott we had an official team of the game of stones podcast although i don't think they knew it uh in team chelsea carry yeah scotty's champion yeah team canada chelsea carry yeah and they were selected when we did a season of survivor the tv show survivor and simulated that with curling teams so everyone out there no we're not going to do that again this year we are not, but if you want to go back and listen to what happened on our season of Survivor, you can go back. It was September of last year. It's still there in the feed if you want to go listen to it. We're not going to do that again, but we did want to pick an official team of the podcast for this upcoming season, and we were thinking about how we would do that different ways, and then, Scott, we figured that one of the things that we didn't always care for with having Chelsea Carey be our team, is that there were times in the past where Chelsea Carey was not the most entertaining team to watch. Sure, sure. And we're fans of curling. Yeah. We like watching certain teams more than other teams. Right. And there's lots of reasons for it, right? It could be the strategy is not that exciting to watch. Yep. Uh, Maybe a team is just so good that they... Stop everybody. Yeah. You know, they're shaking after four ends. And yeah. who likes to watch that? For so. sure. Personality on the mic oh, can yeah. make a difference. Oh, big time. Certainly. So there's a lot of factors that go into make a good TV team. And I know for me, when I'm rooting for teams at the Briar or Scotties or an Olympic trials, I'm usually, and I don't really root that hard because I don't really much care who wins. I just like to watch the games. But... I tend to lean towards the teams that I would want to see at the World Championships or the Olympics, not in terms of competitiveness and winning for Canada, but in terms of teams that I want to see for a full week straight through. Yeah, sure. You know, uh, it's it's not fun having to root for a team that you're, eh, I don't really love watching these guys play or, or these ladies play. So, yeah. So we decided to do a bracket Yes. We're going to take the top, uh, in most cases, the top eight teams. Uh, but, you know, we've, we've inserted a uh, wild card into that as well. For sure. So we have the top eight men's teams based on the order of merit and the top seven plus a bonus team on the women's side on the order of merit. And we've put them in a hat here. I'll just sort of. They're all in this hat, you and know, there's the sound effect for it. Uh, they're all listed in there because we didn't actually want to come up with a bracket bracket. We didn't want to rank them. So they're in this uh, hat. We're going to pull them out two at a time and determine which team we like more on TV, and we'll eventually whittle it down to one team that will be the official team of the Game of Stones podcast. Sean, just before we get started of pulling the, the men's teams here, yeah, do you want to replace this one? With 
this one as our wild card? Yes, no question. Okay, uh, that's what we're going to do. So uh, we'll, we'll have a wild card entry on both sides. Okay, so yeah, so we picked the top seven men's, top seven women's, and look at that, live. <laughs> live radio, ain't nothing like it. It's happening live, Sean. Yeah. Are both the men's and women's in there? Yeah. Okay. So we're going to just pull them randomly. So Scott, you can pull the first one. Oh boy. And we'll see who you get. You oh. Pick one at a time. There it is. Two numbers. There you go. Oh, it's Team Casey Scheidegger. Okay, so what are the, the what are the pros as a TV team for Casey Scheidegger? They're really pleasant to listen to on the mic. Yeah. They're always cracking jokes. Yeah. Carrie Ann and, and Casey are, are always cracking jokes with each other. Uh, they seem to be very honest Yeah. Uh, as a team. They, they communicate quite well. They play a pretty exciting style. I mean, they do, yeah. they do hit a lot. They do. Uh, that is going to be their defaults. But, you know, Jesse is very, very good at them. For sure. So in that, in that sense, like sometimes watching the run back peels can be really fun. Yeah. Yeah. And I think Casey has a fun release, too. She's got the tuck. Yeah. yeah. And, which I always like. I love watching people with the tuck. Uh, you know, I, I'm happy I grew up where I grew up. But the one pro of Manitoba has got to be the tuck. Um, don't at me for that, people from Manitoba. But uh, I love seeing the tuck. Yeah, they're just a fun, positive team. Really good to, to watch on TV. So uh, that's a strong start. So Team Scheidegger will be number one seed on the women's side. I guess. Is that how we're doing it? No, we're just going to pick a winner out of these two. Oh, out of the next one that comes. Yeah. Yeah, okay. And then we'll advance one. Great. And on the the team I drew is uh, another fan favorite. It's going to be Gunner. Oh, Gunlifson. Jason Gunlifson. Uh, Jason Gunlifson, I think, is the best on the mic. Uh, anywhere. When he's playing, when he's coaching, he is so good on the mic. Yeah, it's yeah. Great. Sean, you really like uh, Gunner on the mic, and... I believe it might be clouding your judgment a little bit as to how good he is. Okay. I mean, yeah, he's really good. He re- he's really smart, really knows curling. Uh, we mentioned before an interview that he had done with uh, John Cullen, and and it was a great interview, uh, really insightful. Uh, I do like him on uh, on TV, but I worry that if he's playing, we're not going to get broadcaster jason gunlickson on any of these youtube uh, feeds that's true we might lose that but we would also get uh, there's something under my stone i am going to try to roll this down the ice <laughs> level it, of enjoyment on the last shot of the <laughs> of Bri- the Bri- most Bri- important Walker. game of your season I, it it just he's everything i want a curler to be all right like it, it's amazing now we have to decide between Gunner and Scheidegger. Here is in this debate the the, the points in favor. I think of Scheidegger. Okay, is that they're going to be on TV more? You would think, yeah. Right. In all likelihood, they'll get more TV games. They have probably a better chance to get into some of these Grand Slams because they're a little higher ranked than our uh, Gunner. Mm-hmm. Then, I mean. In terms of a provincials, yeah, Scheidegger is probably in a better situation to get out of Alberta than Gunner is to get out of Manitoba. So in terms of overall enjoyment that you can get out of either of these teams, I think Gunner's ceiling is higher, but you're going to probably have a better overall season with Scheidegger. Yeah, and and one thing to mention too is that Casey is sitting out right now Yes, as she's uh, pregnant. So they had, um, I believe Susan O'Connor filled in for them, uh, played lead, and, and Christy skipped over the weekend, and Cheryl Bernard will be coming in for their next event. So if we, if we advance Scheidegger, that's you know, two events where we get her on Twitter. Which, which, is, which is great. She is did a really great good. job this weekend. Yeah, but not on the mic. So maybe the enjoyment uh, is not as high. Uh, I got a vote for this one do you have a vote yeah we'll flip a coin for a tiebreaker i've got a coin flipper here okay the... great okay right because we don't actually have a coin i i don't have a coin. <laughs> all right my vote i think i'm gonna lean for as much as i love gunner i'm gonna vote for casey scheidegger interesting sean because 
I w- I'm going to vote for Jason Gunlickson. Okay, all right. All right, so we've got the first tiebreaker. Yeah. Heads, so. heads Scheidegger, tails, okay. Gunner. All right. We're flipping the We're coin. We're flipping the coin. It's flipping. And it is a head. It's heads. So, Casey Scheidegger moves on. She moves on. So We're we'll set her aside. We'll throw away this piece of paper that says Gunlickson. Yep. So he's done. All right, so the next round here, whoever wins this will go up against Scheidegger. All right. I got Team Tracy Fleury. Okay, so uh, what are the pros now for Tracy Fleury as a TV team? I, I think it's that she will put a lot of stuff in play. She's not yeah. scared of rocks in play. She'll play an aggressive style, and it's not going to be boring, her games. Uh, absolutely not, no. Uh, their team is pretty fun to watch. Yeah, <clears throat> excuse I think me. She's a little quiet on sure. the mic. You know, she doesn't talk as much as some of the other people. But when she gets uh, excited, it's sort of like, oh yeah, like something really good must be happening. Yeah, because she's so lo- calm and level-headed. Yeah, you know, throughout an entire event. For sure. Uh, got that draw weight in her back pocket when she has it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think I think Selena is really good uh, yeah. on the mic as the third. I think she's really solid, and. They've got the, that's a really good. I think you know that's. I I really think that she's the strength of this team mm-hmm. in terms of the mic, and listening in. Yeah, and how she plays usually dictates how the team goes, which sure. is the case for a lot of thirds. Yep. But uh, in this team's case, uh, definitely, uh, definitely a strong correlation there. Yeah. So a lot of pros there. So I will pull out one here, and I have. Ooh, another Manitoba team. I got Double J. Oh. Jennifer Jones here. Uh, we actually, I would say, we did put the men's and women's teams in here all together. Um, just so everyone knows, too. So, with Jennifer Jones, I think, obviously, the pro is that you're seeing, arguably, if it hasn't been determined yet, the best women's curler ever. Sure. And that's, uh, you know, that there's a lot to be said for that. Yeah, uh, I'll say the downside is we've seen a lot of the greatest women's curler ever. Yes, play. we have. We've seen we've seen her a lot. We see her call down Caitlin Laws a lot, um, and we see Don McEwen. We just see her. Yeah, I never hear her. We don't hear her. We no. just see Don McEwen. I remember once there was a situation. It was the Scotties a few years ago, and I don't know if they called the timeout or not, and. Uh, they went down, Caitlin went down, Jill Officer went down, and Don McEwen was just standing at the other end. <laughs> and after about 30 seconds, Jennifer Jones yells down. She goes, Don, you can come too. <laughs> and Don McEwen slowly makes her way down. So, yeah, it's... What's interesting, I think, about Jennifer Jones, just, again, as a TV player, is she talks to Caitlin Laws a lot, but... I think because she's so smart, especially with the clock, that they have a lot of their conversations while the other team is throwing. Sure. So you don't, as the audience, get to hear them very much, which tactically makes a lot of sense. But as a TV team, kind of hurts them a little bit. A little bit, yeah. They they do really keep their clock in mind when they're playing. Yeah. Well, they have to because Jennifer has a longer... <laughs> routine than some other players of course of course and because she's one of one of if not the greatest ever you give her give her that yeah if it's a random person on a tuesday night doing that you hate them yeah you're like because you're not playing for the the scotties here yeah but jennifer jones is so (laughs) she's allowed right yes and plus gold medalist uh, all the accolades great team great player yeah i'm ready to vote okay Go for it. I voted first last time. You can vote first this time. I'm voting for Tracy Fleury. I've seen Jennifer Jones' team for a long time. Uh, I, d- I don't feel like I need to cheer for them anymore. Okay, yeah, I agree. We'll go with the up-and-coming team. And so Jennifer Jones is gone from the bracket. Tracy Fleury moves on. All right, what's our third matchup here, Scott? All right, as I pick... I'm getting last year's team of game of the Game of Stones podcast, Chelsea Carey. Okay, so we, we talked off the top about some of the things that we didn't necessarily like uh, about cheering for Chelsea Carey all the time. One of the things that you know I get concerned with when I watch her, if, if I have a rooting interest, 
is sometimes there can be a lack of confidence. We certainly saw that in the World Championships. Mm-hmm. When she loses draw weight and doesn't quite have a feel for it, you don't have this sense that she's necessarily going to bounce back all the time. Yep. And that can be a little... If you, as, if you have a rooting interest, it can be a little disconcerting. Uh, I think, though, when you're talking about a TV team, she's really... like. Getting a, 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 an insight into how her mind is working in a game is really interesting because mm-hmm. she is thinking eight steps ahead. Yeah, she's always thinking, well, then she's going to do this, then we're going to do this, then she's going to do that. And always thinking a brilliant curling mind, yeah. Chelsea Carey. I don't think there's any debate about that. She, for as much as it, she struggles when she's not reading the ice right, mm-hmm. when she's on, dynamite thrower. Very, very good. Yeah. Like, She's just she's very 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 good, yes. and uh, great. Her, her, te- great. Her, her team is is fun to watch on TV too. Like uh, with Rochelle Brown and mm-hmm. uh, jumping up and down, you know, yeah. after they won, it was great. Won the title, it's good, and they're they're sort of fun. They make a few jokes. Yeah, yeah. I think the front end is a good balance because Chelsea Carey, because she's so into the game, her personality doesn't come through as much on TV. Because she's just so laser focused, right. but Dana Ferguson, Ferguson and uh, Rochelle Brown, there's their personalities do come out, sure, uh, pretty strong. Yeah. So it's a nice balance between the two, and they do uh, seem to like make jokes where like, oh, sorry, like I really screwed that one up. Or, yeah, yeah. So know. they're having a good time out yeah. there, which is nice, and I think having that personality has helped Chelsea Carey as well. Yeah. So if they're going to advance in this, Sean, uh, you know. We we like them as a team. Oh, does my computer need updates? Uh, no, maybe the t- computer likes them as a team too. Yeah, maybe. And uh, but but it's going to depend a lot on who they go up against. Yeah, so they are going up against who? Probably a good matchup for them, Scott. Uh oh, Brad Jacobs. Brad, ja- I'm ready to vote. Sean. <laughs> Brad. So here's the wild card. We we I think we've if you listen to the show for any amount of time, you know how we feel about Brad Jacobs as a TV team. The difference though now is that you have Mark Kennedy who is arguably one yeah. of the best TV players, in addition to being one of the best just players, one of the better TV players out there as well. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's he's so good at um, managing personalities. Yes. And a lot of what we're going to be interested in hearing from this team this year is how Mark Kennedy does that, He how he manages the front end versus Brad, you know, it, I think I think that's somewhat compelling, for sure. For this season coming up, for sure. Yeah, no question. If it's Ryan Fry in there, like I'm, we can just vote. We can Chelsea vote right, away, right yeah, through. Easy. But, but just because we've heard them for so long together, right? Uh, and and slamming the brooms and being upset, like I'm not here for any of that. No. Even though I love doing it myself, they <laughs> uh, that that yeah, Mark with Mark Kennedy there, this becomes a little bit tougher decision for me. Yeah, so I, I think we're I'm ready to vote. I, I know where I'm going to lean on this. With having already had the experience with Chelsea Carey as the official team of the show last year and the addition of Mark Kennedy and not only enjoying him and watching him play, but also the new dynamic and a reinvention, really, of what was already a great team. I'm going to go with Brad Jacobs. I think I might surprise a lot of people and, and go for Brad Jacobs myself, Sean. Okay. I, I think you, you're right. Chelsea Carey, we've had it. We, so. She's been our team before, so. Done. Disqualified. Yeah, so fourth matchup here. Okay. As we go. I'm going to pick from this big hat. Oh, we should mention we're picking from a uh, Scotty's 2014 Montreal hat. Yes, and why do you have that hat, Scott? Well, I was volunteering there, and... I was an official down on the ice and needed to wear something to keep my head warm because I have no hair. <laughs> so the next team up, uh, speaking of Scotties, uh-oh, it's Carrie Anderson. Carrie Anderson, yeah. Scotty's runner-up a couple of years ago. They're uh, out of Manitoba, a team that I have to say, Scott, when they first appeared at the Scotties, wasn't a big fan. Uh you know, I thought she was falling a little bit into that Jacobs realm yeah. of getting yep. angry. Yep. But the team last year with Val and uh, the other two skips, <laughs> whose names, of course, escape me. Uh, I I really like Val Sweeting. Let me yeah. just say that. I yeah, think yeah. Val Sweeting's really good. 
and they seemed like they were having fun out there. And what was really cool to me too is that Carrie Anderson, when she first started playing, and this is common for a lot of younger players, a lot of hits, wanted to keep it open, the yep. big weight. Still not completely there with the soft stuff, but more willing to play it last year than she was before. So that makes the games more interesting as well. Oh, yeah, for sure. And and one of the things I like about this team, of course, they're very skilled, but they have the potential for an epic meltdown, which is always fun <laughs> to watch on TV, right? Yes. We saw it in the Manitoba final. They had a huge lead, and uh, it, it just came crashing down all around them. Yes. And and while that's not you know good for them, it's pretty entertaining overall. Yeah, so there's an unpredictability to how their games are going to go. You just don't know, regardless of what the score is, what's going to happen. Yeah, and I see, like, I, when I see that sort of thing, I, it makes me, makes me extra excited to watch it. We've got, it, it, when she has a draw for the win, it's not, you know, Jennifer Jones draws in my back pocket, boom, I'm putting it on the lid. Right. There's always the chance that something could go wrong. Yeah, there's some uncertainty there. I guess I said the same thing twice. But yes, you did. I'm I'm very uh, intrigued by that. So yeah, the other thing too, I will say, Brand uh, Brand Mayer, which I remembered, uh, and Shannon Burchard, of course, are the front end here. Shannon Burchard, I think, has the most interesting release in the world right oh, now. Oh yeah, her little turn and talk inside and... out, like it's got everything you would ever want in a release. So that's an added benefit there. Yeah, you get to watch that for sure. So that's great. So they are going to go up. A lot of positives there. A lot of and, positives. And really, in terms of like a stock watch, like their stock is, or, or the team Carrie Anderson as an entity, the stock as a TV team is like three times as high as it was after her first Scotty's appearance, I think. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So they are going to go up against team Kevin Cooey. Kevin Coo. Yeah, they're the best team in the world. What do you What do you want me to say? They're the best team in the world, but are they a good TV team? And, and the argument I or not argument, what I would say is that as a TV team, I, th I you know I think BJ Newfeld is a very good player. I, I think you know the limited interaction I had with him at the Continental Cup, yeah. he was nice enough to do an interview with me. As a TV player, not as good as Mark Kennedy in just terms of personality and, and that kind of stuff uh, out there on the ice. Very quiet. That's what we were concerned about actually going into last year, yep. that he's quiet. Kevin Cooey is pretty quiet. But it obviously worked. I just think that overall... I... Yeah, Benny's good, right? Yeah, and when he's happy. It, well, that's... But, but when he's unhappy, is good watching as well. Right, you've got the potential for this team. Their time issues, uh, all all of that stuff that goes around it, can make for something pretty intriguing. Yeah, and you know, if yeah. Ben's who's going to throw against the clock pretty much every game if it goes ten ends. Yeah, so uh, in that in that sense, oh, they could make things pretty interesting or hard on themselves. Uh, but at the end of the day, they're still really good, and uh, with the the quietness of the back end. I'm going to pick Kerry Anderson's team here. Yeah, I agree. The other, the other thing that I will say against Kevin Cooey as a, as a TV team, at least, is the five shots, or the five like camera shots, each time of him standing at the hog line looking back at the <laughs> house wondering what to do. Not saying anything. Just standing there and BJ waiting. Yeah. Well, what do you want? So what do you want to do? Yeah. Mm. yeah. And then mm. Benny yelling from the other end, we got to go guys. And then just ignoring them because <laughs> uh, it's only the fourth end and there's still 20 minutes left. So they'll be fine. They'll be fine. Yeah. yeah. But, uh, nope. Kevin Cooey is in. All right. So see, see you later. Hit the uh, bricks. So Carrie Anderson moves on next match up here. We've got, Oh, a team we talked about last week, Sean. Robin Silvernagle. Yeah, so up-and-coming team. Really great run last year. They had the crowd behind them. I think Robin herself, uh, you know, great confidence, just really exuding confidence out there. And you have Stephanie Lawton, this very calm veteran presence mm -hmm. there who's sort of letting Robin ride that wave, but yeah. also not letting her get, like, cocky. Right, and we saw... Uh, it sort of fall apart there in that 
Scotty's semifinals, right? Where it it didn't seem like uh, uh, like Stephanie was able to get Robin's focus back on the game, and they missed a lot of shots, and they were thinking back. I, I remember she was mentioning a shot from an end ago when she was talking, yes. you know, two ends later, and it was just uh, a, a bit of a mess. Mm-hmm. But uh, I'm I'm intrigued by this team, and we had this with with Casey Scheidegger, they might not be on TV as yeah. much as the other teams, as we talked about uh, in our last podcast yeah. with their schedule. Yeah, their schedule is a little limited, not a lot of TV games. They'll get a, an exemption if they don't qualify for the Sask or the... The, the Yorkton The uh, Yorkton Grand event, Center. that they'll get into that. They'll certainly be in the Saskatchewan Scotties, for sure. Mm-hmm. And, you know, as we talked about, Saskatchewan's a little more interesting, maybe, than it has been in the past on the women's side. If they make it to the Scotties, though, guaranteed probably at least four games on TV is the feature, I would think. Yeah, and depending on their pool, for sure. Yeah, so if they make it, a lot of a lot of choices there. So they're going to go up against. Ooh, uh, crowd favorite here, Suzanne Burt. Oh, Suzanne Burt snuck into the field, eh? Yeah, so Suzanne Burt, great week last year at the Scotties. Almost making the playoffs, had a great run into that championship pool. She is a former junior champion. Uh, what I like about Suzanne Burt is that when we see her on TV, which isn't that often, it's once a year, like this is this is what she plays for is to get to that. Whereas some of the other players who we talked about, their main goal is not to make it to the national championship and, and hopefully to do well at the champion, that national championship. So I love that this is sort of the pinnacle for her and her team, and, and they're out there playing well. I love lefties. I love watching lefties play yeah. as well. That's sort of a fun thing. So, And then there's just that familiarity with Suzanne Burt. Like when she's there as PEI, you're like, okay, great. I sort of know what to expect out of PEI. Someone who uh, is going to play close, who also doesn't matter what the score is. She She'll could put, be she could be up nine to one. She's putting rocks in and play. she's throwing a corner guard. Yeah. She loves rocks in play. I believe mm-hmm. last year, I can't remember who she played, but set the record for the most points in, in a, a Scotty's yeah. game ever. She is just going all out all the time. Going balls to the walls, eh? Uh I agree with you. Suzanne Burt's one of my personal favorites because I remember where I was when she lost that heartbreaking uh, Scotty's semifinal to, uh, I, I don't remember who, <laughs> but I remember going out and getting right drunk there afterwards. There you go. So, yeah, this is, oh, this is a tough matchup because this is two teams that I think we both want to see. And yes. what, what I'm going to do is I'm going to default to the team that we'll see more of, and that's going to be Robin Silvernagel. Okay, whereas I'm going to go with Suzanne Burt, I think, I like, so you know, it's almost like a comfort blanket, a security blanket yeah. of Suzanne Burt there at the Scotty. So I like having that. So even if it's only for a week, I think I'll I'll take that week. All right, so we've got a coin flip. We have a coin flip. Heads, Silver Nagel, Tails, Burt. Okay. And we're flipping. It's up. It's flipping. It's, it's going, going. It's going. And it's another head. Heads. Okay. So Robin Silver Nagel, welcome to the party. So Robin Silver Nagel is in. Are you sure this is actually not a weighted digital coin here with two heads in a row uh yeah sean that's sort of (laughs) i'll explain probability to you later all right oh this is one of the teams i'm excited to have on here sean uh team must have picked glenn howard (laughs) must have picked glenn howard in the past 15 years has not missed a shot on his own accord, it must have every every time they miss, it must have picked. It's oh, amazing. Must have picked there. It's right? just it is absolutely amazing. Uh, okay, here's uh, <laughs> in addition to that. Okay, here here, like Glenn Howard is great. Like watching him throw, he has, I believe he's the only guy left who does the lift release. So that's kind of fun to see. Uh, he's got the perfect form still. Oh, you're forgetting Wesley Forger. Yes, I am. My apologies <laughs> to uh, to Wes. Uh, the only skip out there who's sure. doing the lift release. And Kevin Cooey sometimes. Yeah, but he sort of like tips it. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> he's, it's like he's pouring something out of the stone. <laughs> like a kettle. Uh, yeah. Um, so he's got that lift release, which is great. Uh, he calls a fast game, oh, which yeah. I like. He's just like broom down, let's go. 
which I really like. I think having Scott in the house has loosened him up a little bit. The, the last couple of years with Wayne and then Richard again, when they were struggling at the Briar, it got a little uncomfortable to watch. Yeah. But now it seems more relaxed, more ha- like they're having fun. So that's a point in its favor. But of course, the, the biggest point against Team Howard, and we won't get into too many details here, but there is a grudge with members of this show and David Mathers, which David Mathers may not even know about. But I'm there sure, is a grudge there. I'm sure he doesn't. Uh, yeah, that's that's fair. That's a fair grudge. Let's let's see who they're going up against. Okay. Uh, before we cast too many aspersions, so they're going to go up against a former member of Team Howard, who's playing on John Epping's squad. Oh, yes. look out! Yeah, look out, John Epping's squad. This is a this is a battle of Ontario right here. Yeah, I really like watching John Epping curl. Now, they they've gone and added Ryan Fry. Yeah, that's it, right? Is that a pro or a or a con? As a TV team, definitely a con. I think, like as a curling move, maybe it's good. Craig Savile probably disagree with that. But Ryan Fry, until again, we, I will say this just repeatedly on the show. We hope Ryan Fry is doing well. He got married. Yeah. You know, from everything that he's putting out on social media, he seems to be in a better place than he was last year great which is great and we root for ryan fry 100 percent until he demonstrates that again this is purely in the context of me as a tv viewer until he demonstrates a change in behavior consistently i'm going to remain skeptical until i see it so for that reason despite whatever feelings exist towards dave mathers I think I'd have to lean towards Glenn Howard on this. Okay. Well, so to be fair, to, to be fair, I, I'm interested to see how Ryan Fry will fit into this new team. Yeah. Right. Uh, they had a pretty good run here this past weekend at the Shorty Jenkins. Uh, yes, they won. They won. Yes. I would call so that a good it's run. It's a pretty good run. Yeah. And, and, and I think the intrigue of watching Ryan Fry, uh, you know, sort of fit into another, another team uh, the chance to wear another team, another colors at the Briar. Yeah, put another uh, trophy on his on our you, you know, know shelves. shelves. I I think this is really interesting. It's a really interesting uh, thing to watch. So for that reason, I'm gonna pick John Epping's team. Okay, so we're going to another coin toss here between John Epping, Glenn Howard, heads for Howard, tails for Epping. Eight heads for H. There you go, Howard. Yeah coin is going and going it's another head wow sean maybe this is a weighted it's coin a weighted digital coin so glenn howard is through john epping is out oh man uh, i'm a little okay. disappointed by that one i was hoping i was hoping for john epping well yeah that's probably why you voted for it yeah all right next up who you got uh we've got one of the uh one of the greatest sean brad gushu yeah uh great team well wonderful to watch brad gushu is a great personality out there he's mm-hmm. relaxed uh, but focused and i think uh having the the whole team there, having mark back there has really helped in terms of television there was a great moment a couple of great moments i remember during the trials during the semifinal game against mm-hmm. mike McEwen when they were out joking around in the middle of an end uh so those sorts of things still exist for him and uh, from all accounts from our mother uh scott uh he's a cute guy Oh, I've so, heard I've know. heard tell of that. Too. Yeah, uh, yeah, and and the relationship between Gushu and Brett Gallant on the ice, I find really interesting to watch. Yeah. Uh, Brett is sort of the guy he bounces the strategy off of. Yep. Uh, I I think, you know, down the road we're going to see Brett Gallant skipping. I don't think that's a question. Yeah, no question. Uh, but just watching them is good. Perhaps they suffer from a bit of oversaturation. They're on a lot. TSN will get Brad Gushu on as much as they can. Yep. Because of all the things we've just said about how good he is on TV and likable and all that yeah. sort of stuff. And also an Olympic and world champion. Oh, yeah, that too. Yeah. That too. So, uh, so I think that's a pretty big factor there. Uh, so they are going to go up against Scott McDonald. Oh, Scott McDonald. With the aforementioned West Forget, who I think is the strongest TV player on that team. I think so too, Sean. Uh, team McDonald as a whole, pretty, you know, they're pretty t- low key, pretty, you know, confident. I yep. would call them like quietly confident in what they can do. 
Uh, Wes is, is great on the mic, and he's great with his big backswing release. Yeah. Uh, super fun to watch. Oh, man, this is a really tough one. This is a this is a tough one. Yeah. I mean, the thing, too, with Scott McDonald, you don't think of it that much because we're just used to watching on, on TV the games. But I've talked to players at various events in the past where there have been cameras, and they talk about how it does take a while to get used to them. Yeah. Right, being out there. So... Last year was the first time that Scott McDonald played a lot of TV games. Mm-hmm. Right? The, the season they had just really emerging out of the field of Ontario teams to arguably be that number two in terms of going into this season, yeah. what you expect. Obviously, they won Ontario yeah, yeah. last year, but in terms of expectations for this year, probably jumping over Glenn Howard in terms of expectations for this season. Yep. That got them a lot of TV games, and that takes some getting used to. So you wonder now, with this year, they're going to play on TV, maybe not as much as they did last year, but more than they had in the past. Is Scott more comfortable with the cameras? Does that allow him to, you know, was he just nervous? To, like, show a bit more personality? Yeah, like, are you just, are you conscious of the microphone? Are you conscious of the cameras? I do wonder that if, you know, over time, you just get more comfortable with it. Yeah, absolutely. And, and but I mean, based on the way they played last year, he, he was locked in no matter what, right? Yeah, he played uh, well. Yeah. But that doesn't always make you a great TV team. No, no, of course. And we've seen a lot of very good teams uh, littered across my floor here, yes. Sean. So. Uh, you're obviously right about that. Uh, boy. Uh, okay, so here's uh, here's what my tiebreaker would be between these two. Yeah. I am very curious to know if we will ever learn what Jeff Walker's voice sounds like. <laughs> so I'm going to vote for Brad Gushu for the intrigue of seeing if we ever learn that. Yeah, yeah, that's, uh, that's a good point. We have seen Gushu a lot. We know he's great. Yes. Something about the unknown of team scott mcdonald is intriguing to me okay i don't know how much they're going to be on tv but i'm going to vote for the golden god scott mcdonald okay so we're at another coin flip here we'll go heads gushu tails mcdonald we're flipping again this is a weighted coin this must be a it's another head and uh there you go uh so brad gushu gets through so our last matchup here uh, our last initial matchup here. Two names left, Scott. All right. There's two names left, so they're going to go against each other. Team Rachel Homan. Rachel Homan. Team Ottawa. Yeah, so Rachel Homan, it's weird. Rachel Homan has an interesting relationship, it seems, with the city of Ottawa, that you either love Rachel Homan or hate Rachel Homan, and there's no, oh, yeah, Rachel Homan. Like, no, nobody feels that way. Because there are people at the Ottawa Curling Club who have, I feel, a very strange ambivalence towards uh, the team Holman. And mm-hmm. ambivalence is the, my nice way of putting it. Yeah, I don't understand, Sean. I, I like our team Rachel Holman. They're great. They're, uh, they've been doing it for a long time. Uh, they're dedicated. They're elite athletes. And I, I, think they're kind of, I think they're fun to watch. Yeah. I, I mean, they're... May, you know the the tick rule you know we saw it at the grand slams last year where they said oh you can't move it off and that's because lisa we was so good at it yeah and everybody else was like oh we should do that right they're so they're setting trends ah i i really like this team and i can't remember who our who our last team is so so it's gonna be tough but i, I here's the other thing i'll say for rachel Holman and the team i hate personally when it's skip trails me down the ice when i'm sweeping to Ah, call line i hate it you hate it i hate it so much stay if you're sliding in your you've let it go and you're you're just sliding that i can deal with but if you're standing up lording over me yelling i can't stand it does she do that a lot yeah huh don't mind watching (laughs) hate when people do it to me but don't mind yeah she does like on draws and stuff well, really, it draws the only time yeah. she can do it because she throws it so hard. But she'll trail it and yell. Uh, and whoever's at the inside, too, she'll throw in their name, too, which I always like. Yeah. It's either Joe or Lise. It's not both. Not both. Just only one. So Hard, uh, Joe. Yeah, I hate I hate when people do that to me, but uh, I'm cool with watching it. Okay. And the uh, last team, of course, got Brendan Botcher. Oh, Team Botcher, of course. 
How could we forget Team Botcher? This is a heavyweight matchup this here. It really is. Really is a heavyweight matchup. Here's what's great about Brandon Botcher's team. Darren Molding? Yeah. <laughs> so Darren Molding, he does what Wayne Mada used to do when there's a line call. He sort of laughs as he's calling it. He's like, ha, ha, hard. Or, whoa, ho, ho. Like, he's sort of emphasizing it with yeah. this laughter almost, which I love the way he does that. I love his panic calls that are unnecessary when you actually see the shot. He just adds a lot to it. And in terms of the rest of the team, I think if you look at Brad Thiessen versus Joanne Courtney, they're both the like they're both the best. the best at sweeping. So that might be a push in terms of watching yeah. great sweepers. Yeah. And in terms of Botcher versus Holman, very similar in that they seem to have really good personalities off the ice, but on the ice is just laser. They seem like they're curling robots. A little bit, yeah. yeah. I mean, Rachel, I think, has loosened up a little bit more than Botcher has. Yeah. And it'll be interesting to see with the arrival of her son. Uh, we saw Jennifer Jones sort of mellow a bit yeah. when her her daughter was born. Uh, so we'll see if it changes Rachel's personality on the ice. I can't imagine it would that much because no. she's, like you say, so laser-focused. I remember... The website uh, Drunk Jays fans. Yeah. Did you ever read that? A few times. Yeah. They, uh, whenever Roy Halladay pitched, it was like a Terminator with the mm. head of Roy Halladay. Right. Because he was a like a robotic machine. Yes. You know, out there on the mound. So, and that's sort of what I think of when I think of both Homan and Botcher. Yeah. So, if we're gonna if we're gonna do some sort of a a tiebreaker. I, I don't know what it comes down to. Like, they're both going to be on TV a lot. A lot. They're both really good. What are you going to say? So here's what it'll be for me. I don't know if you saw this, but, you know, Glenn Howard, of course, was in those beer store commercials here in Ontario. True. Uh, trying to get people to support or not support the provincial government's plan to have beer in corner stores here in this province. And Brendan Botcher did one for the Alberta liquor stores in the system in alberta oh yeah where for some reason uh, one i don't know why he cares uh, <laughs> about it the extent he seemed to at least in this commercial i couldn't tell if it was tongue-in-cheek or not but he made a direct dig at glenn howard in this ad and it felt very strange to me and it didn't if it was supposed to be funny it didn't quite play the right way and if it was supposed to be just promoting the Alberta way they sell beer. Yeah, a lot it of private liquor stores It didn't there. really make me f- feel like, oh, I want to move to Alberta now. <laughs> like, I was very confused as to the purpose of it. So for that reason, I'm going to say Rachel Holman. <laughs> okay. And you know what? That's a bad TV appearance. You telling me that makes me want to see more Brendan Botcher on TV. <laughs> okay, all right. So let's flip the coin then. All right, so I've switched our coin flipper to a random.org coin flip. Okay, it's, and it's, da, it's .org, so we know it's legit. And it's a, a Canadian $2 coin. Okay, here. So I I'm like going to flip it. So we got heads for Homan. Yes. And tails for Botcher. Okay. We'll flip it around. It's heads again. <laughs> Sean, it's uh, it's Rachel Homan time. So Rachel Homan moves on. All right, so that is our first round. We will run through the rest of our bracket now because we don't have to do as much analysis. Right. Uh, as we're now here in the second are we, round. Are we going to keep the matchups or do you want to just reseed? No, let's keep the matchups. Okay. Much easier this way. Okay. So uh, we'll go back to Casey Scheidegger against Tracy Fleury is the matchup now. Uh, phew, this one's tough. I think Tracy Fleury is probably going to get a little more TV time. They've qualified to a few more things yeah. uh, over the past couple of years. Uh, so because of that, and because we don't know when Casey's coming back, I'm going to go with Tracy Fleury here. Uh, as much as I I like watching Tracy Fleury, I'd, I'd rather watch Team Scheidegger okay. any day of the week. So All we're right. going back to another, coin, another flip. coin flip. Heads is Scheidegger, tails is Fleury. Let's do it. Oh, and we got our first tails, Sean. It seems like it's just flipping back and forth. Nope. Okay, all right. So, uh, so Casey Scheidegger is out. Tracy, Tracy Fleury. Fleury moves into the semifinal. 
Uh, next quarterfinal matchup is Brad Jacobs against Kerry Anderson. Brad boy. Jacobs, I got to say, has had a very fortunate draw so far. He's uh, made it further than I thought he would. And for the, the meltdown potential I talked about, give me Kerry Anderson. Yeah, there's a little more, you know, ceiling to floor possibility more, there. More variance in I the think performance. I, for me, though, I... I think the the Brad Jacobs, you know, the the couple times that I've been in scrums with him and stuff, especially like the way he interacted with the media after his last game of the trials a couple years ago, seemed like he was so relaxed and like personable. And if Mark Kennedy can bring that Brad Jacobs out, I think he'll be a fan favorite. Now, we've heard some stories about Brad Jacobs and other scenarios that if that Brad Jacobs comes out, we don't want to see that either. So uh, I think for the volatility potential and sort of what we've seen in the past, I, I agree. I'm going to go with Kerry Anderson there. All right. Who's next? Next up in our third quarterfinal match, Robin Silvernagel against Glenn Howard. Hmm. Hmm. These are both teams that you don't expect to see, you know, every week. Right uh, at events, yeah. I will. I will say this: Dave Mathers is on one of the teams. <laughs> so you're voting Robin Silver. Now. Yes, I am. All right, I'll uh, double it up. All right, so Glenn Howard is out. I do love watching Glenn Howard play, though. He's it so is. good. Yeah. And, yeah. and then a uh, big time matchup oh. between arguably maybe the two best teams in the world here: Brad Gushu, Rachel Homan. Rachel Homan's my vote. Even though I voted against her. Yeah, you did. I, I would rather watch Team Homan than Team Gushu. Okay, I'm okay with that. Right no, on. I'm not. I think Mark, out of out of the eight people on these two teams, I think Mark Nichols is the most entertaining. Fair enough. So I'm going to vote for Brad Gushu because of Mark Nichols. Okay, so we got a coin flip. Yeah. Uh, Gushu is heads? Yes. Flipping the coin. There you go, it's heads. That's a head. So Rachel Holman is out. Gushu is in. And now, semifinal number one. We got Tracy Fleury against Carrie Anderson. Whoa, old team Anderson versus new team Anderson. Yeah. Could we see them just play each other every game? Yeah, that'd be fun. Because that was fun. Uh, I'm going to pick Carrie Anderson here. Yeah, I'm good with that. Uh, I do like Selena, as I said before, as a third. She might be the most entertaining third one of the most, at least definitely a top three entertaining third. Uh, but yeah, I'll go with Carrie Anderson. <laughs> You're going to pull a Bill Simmons and do like definitely top six most entertaining thirds <laughs> yeah. in the last 16 years. And then our other semifinal is Robin Silvernagel against Brad Gushu. Uh, give me Brad Gushu. I think we'll have a chance to see him more. Yeah, I agree. Uh, you get that Mark Nichols factor in there. And yeah, more games, uh, more events that we can cheer him on. in the final... To determine who this year's Game of Stones official team is. Brad Gushu against Kerry Anderson, Scott. Sean, if you had told me these were the two teams it was coming down to at the beginning, yeah. I wouldn't have believed you. Oh, luck of the draw, really. Exactly, yeah. So, oh boy. I believe Gushu has a better chance to win a world championship than, I, yeah, I agree. than does Kerry Anderson. Yeah. But, but Gushu is uh, so consistent all the time. That you don't get that chance to see something crazy happen. Okay. Although they were very exciting when they won their Briar in St. John's. Yes. If they get on that kind of roll, they're super fun to watch. Yes, make I'm amazing. sure the crowd in Kingston will be the exact same as it was in St. John's. Well, we'll find out. We're going to go, right? Yes, we will go. All right. I just got a commitment from Sean to go. Yeah. Uh, Rooms have been booked. Oh, yeah. I booked a room uh, a year ago. Yeah. Multi- and, and, and Ryan Stammers has booked multiple rooms in multiple hotels. <laughs> I'm sure. Yeah. So rooms are booked. Things are happening. Okay. Uh, I'm leaning towards Brad Gushu, Sean. I think I, think I am too. I think he'll provide us more week-to-week entertainment than Team Anderson will. Although Anderson, they make the finals at these uh, Grand Slams. Last year they were in the yeah, semis they were great. finals all the time. Yeah, really great team. And... Uh, but again, I, I got to say, when I'm factoring in TV, what I like in TV players, a good personality, will joke around, uh, very focused though, and can make some crazy shots. I 
I really do think that Mark Nichols is the best all-around TV player in the country, if not the world. Wow, look at this. Right right on. So, okay, there, that's it. We've picked Brad Gushu. Yes. Will be our team. Brad Gushu. Is there any of the teams that we discarded that you would like to be your kind of like backup team? Like you're, oh, I really want to watch this team. I think out of the teams that we discarded, as I'm trying to like roll through all the teams that yeah. we uh, that we discarded, if I'm looking at teams that maybe are, I mean, there's the obvious ones like 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 Gunner. You want to see Gunner? I, I want to see Gunner, right? The, and Cooey, right? You're never gonna go wrong with like rooting for Kevin Cooey. No, not right? rooting it's, for him. It's really gonna go well for you uh, if if that's what you're doing. But I, I got to say, I, I might be in the minority here. I, I actually like watching Jennifer Jones play. Yeah. I enjoy it. Uh, I think that she's, I think she's good to watch. I, I, I like the way she plays. She's aggressive. Mm-hmm. A lot of stones in play. And I'm always amazed that when Caitlin Laws just throws a four-second shot, uh, she's, how she does that. I love that she has the duct tape, the red duct tape on her. Uh, so uh, I, I really like that. So I think, yeah, I think people, I understand why people sort of like, oh, Jennifer Jones, we've seen her forever. But I, I still think they're entertaining to watch. Yeah, that's a, that's a good pull for sure. For me, it'd be John Epping. I'm sad that he didn't go uh, further in the competition. Uh, so that would be my my sort of second place team. All right. but, but look, we've done it. We've got Brad Gushu. So Brad Gushu, which is good because... I believe they were selected in every picks thing that we did last year in one capacity or the other. Yeah, absolutely. So, so there you have it. We've got a new team. Yeah. So Brad Gushu is the official team of the game of stones for the 2019, 2020 season. Congratulations to him. And we'll let him know. This is his greatest accomplishments uh, (laughs) in the world of curling bar none. So hopefully that uh, they appreciate the gesture and, uh, let us know what you like in your television curling teams, because I really do think that it's different from what you want in just a curling team. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I agree with that. What, what sure. you want on TV. So let us know what you like in terms of the teams when you're watching on TV and who your favorite team is uh, to watch out there on the televisions. Yeah. And, and include, of course, non-Canadian teams as well. We focused only on the Canadian teams today. Yeah, if it was world teams... Uh, Eve. The they're... answer is Eve, right? Okay. <laughs> Just barrier? <laughs> All good. All good. <laughs> so, yeah. So, let us know what you like uh, for the TV teams. You can find us, of course, on Twitter and Instagram at Game of Stones Pod. You can email the show, Game of Stones Podcast, at gmail.com. Scott's there on Twitter and Instagram at Scott Lakes TV, and I'm on Twitter at Dr. Shawnee Fever. And if you have not yet, please do subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn, all those various places. And we'll be back with you again next week for another new show. But until then, keep your brooms on the ice and don't dump that intern. Make the final...